Photographers and welcome to Wedding Photographers Unite, episode number. Wow, <laughs> what number is this? Episode number sixty-one, sixty-three, sixty-three. Sixty-one? Are we? No, six. It's got to be sixty-two. No, I'm I going think to it's the 62. website. I'm going to the website. I'm going to our own website <laughs> to figure out. It's episode number sixty-two of Wedding Photographers Unite. My name is Andy Buscemi, and good company with the mythical legend himself, Mr. Neil Urban. Neil, good day, sir. How's it going, Andy? Good to be here. It's good. I hear your echo from the other side of your studio echo, echo. as we very <laughs> awkwardly record in the same studio, but on the opposite sides because of, because of serious audio problems today. Uh, but anyway, uh, we also have two amazing people uh, on the show with us today. Uh, one of those amazing people you've met before. He's been here before. He's back. His name is James Ferrara. James, what's up? Hey, guys. What's happening? Good to be back. Very good to be back. And uh, I always look forward to this. So thank you. Good, good. Excellent. Good to have you. And uh, last but not least, um, we're going to get a little introduction from her because she hasn't been on the show before. Her name's Cammy. Cammy, you're a photographer. You take photos like the rest of us. Uh, you're the only one on the show today that does not have, um, you know, a lack of hair. You have hair up there. That's, this is a rare occasion. Uh, but Cammy, can you introduce yourself? Tell us who you are. Give us a little bit of your background uh, just for our listeners, just to say hello. Hi, everyone. And um, as he said, I'm Cammy. I'm based in Florida. I'm a wedding photographer and I shoot between 55 and 60 weddings a year. Um, I love it. And people call me crazy, but I do love it. <laughs> and it's a pleasure to be here. Hope I can uh, give some good information, too. Absolutely. Excellent. And we look forward to having you on. We've uh, been checking out your work, uh, and you are amazing. So uh, we're looking oh, forward I... to hear, hear a little bit about um, your workflow and, and everything that goes on with that. Uh, so I guess we'll get started on just a, a little bit of an update um, you know, of what we've been up to lately, and then we'll kind of get into uh, our first topic. Uh, but uh, let's check in with uh, Jim. Uh, Jim, what's been going on? Yes. Uh, you know, since you've been on last talking about Scotch with James. <laughs> what's, <laughs> yeah. been, what's been going yeah, on James in your business? Like we, we had a great conversation about Scotch, and ever since then, I'll uh, take a picture of what kind of single malt I had, like I did two nights ago, and uh, be like, "Hey, trying something new for the first time," and he'll get back to me, and we, we enjoy it. But um, it's been it's been a medium pace start for me back here, and uh, well, I'm in New York as well. Uh, can be so I'm south of these guys, but I'm a north. I'm about an hour north of the city. So um, uh, for us, for our side of the world here, to do sixty weddings a year, that's like working three weddings a weekend for the entire season. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah, I'm that's definitely. I definitely want to prod Cammy about that when we get back to her in just a second. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna ask some questions about that. But yeah, <laughs> be ready, Cammy. Be ready. <laughs> But uh, I've had some I've had some good weddings. I had a, a wedding a couple weeks ago. Unfortunately, it was raining the whole time, but we made it work with some off-camera flash, like we're going to probably get into soon. And um, overall, it's been good. I don't have anything too new to bring to the table unless I uh, think of something offhand. But it's been a good start. Okay, cool. Uh, Neil, what's been going on? 
Uh, not too much. Uh, my season is, hasn't even started yet, starting actually this weekend. It's a, it's a very odd season for us. We had a cancellation. Uh, we, we turned down a couple weddings so that we could have our vacation. So it's, I, I feel like, like, we're, like we're failing at this right now just because we haven't photographed anything yet. But, um, but actually, once, once next week hits, we're, we're pretty much almost nonstop all, all the way through. So we're, yeah. we're, we're still meeting our, our numbers and everything. It's just a, a later year for us. Um, but, you know, we're, we're, we're making up in other areas by doing family portraits and everything, just keeping ourselves busy. We got some new gear, so we're, we're practicing on, on that stuff and in studio stuff, building sets and, and all that good stuff. So yeah. that's what we're up to, yeah. Yeah, cool. And, you know, like I think like every year is different. You know, like I've had a few years mm-hmm. where it's like I've had – weird dates off and that kind of thing and every year is just different and there's no yeah. rhyme or reason to it um the one thing i think that in particular is like when things get crunched i think you're probably going to be crunched later on once 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 things pick, get picking up steam um but it just yeah. that just is what it is um okay um and what about you yeah what about so, you andy yep i've been i think i'm like maybe a few weddings in at this point and uh, things are, are will really be picking up uh, next. Actually, well, actually, they did pick up this past week because I had a Friday, Saturday. But um, but things are things are chugging along, and I'm trying to stay on top of editing this year. Um, and I kind of want to. That's like one of my topics I want to talk about later, like what I'm doing to to stay on top of editing, um, and you know some changes that I've made in my workflow. But um, but I think this is the third year in a row that we've said that. <laughs> yeah. uh, like in terms of and, and we fail every time. Uh, yeah. Well, but this year, but this year's amazing though because I actually did you do have a it. Plan. Well, I have a, not only a plan, but I actually worked out because I literally have been one one wedding. I edit that wedding. and I've got it back within that next week, and I've been on top of it this year and other years where I haven't been. So I'm so I'm kind of like mm-hmm. right on it right now, although. Because I, I had the Friday Saturday last week, um, I already and I'm not and I I'm not going to be able to edit either of those weddings this week. Um, now I feel like it's already going to start getting backed up, but I'm <laughs> I'm more on top of it than I have been, and that's because of a little bit of a workflow change that I that I've been doing. So, but actually, you know, uh, maybe we'll get right into that topic because I'm going to go to Cami now anyway. And uh, I'm, oh, we, I'm yeah, we got to find out what she's been up to. Yeah, well, we're going to find out what she's been up to. But and, and, <laughs> That's I, easy. And, and one of those questions is going to be with with the obviously about, you know, how you deal with editing yourself, shooting that many weddings. Do you outsource? Yeah. Do you have a certain workflow? Mm-hmm. So that kind of leads right into our conversation with you. But I guess we can start with maybe what where you're at in your business right now and what's been going on. And, and then maybe we'll lead into the, you know, how you deal with editing, that kind of thing. Well, so in Florida, it's kind of different from the rest of the country because we don't have that heavy winter. So we can shoot year round. Mm. It does get very slow in the summer because it's way too hot. So right now I'm writing the end of my season, Mm, uh, of my first half season, because we have I, I, I kind of split in two. Right. So I have January, end of January through all the way to the beginning of summer. We skip summer, and then we have September out the way, the way through holidays. Mm. So it's, it's it's a big season. You can eat, you can you can definitely schedule tons of weddings, um, but you have to think of my weddings here are not the same as ballroom weddings up north. 
So I have a lot of small weddings. I have beach weddings. I have destination weddings. I have 15 guests, 30 guests, mm, 50 mm-hmm. guests is very common. I think 75 to 100 to my weddings, it's my big wedding. So it's just 100 guests. Mm-hmm. So it's a very okay. different kind of wedding than shooting at 300, 500 with three photographers. Um, I do love shooting by myself. I prefer not to have a second photographer because it speeds up my workflow a whole lot. Mm. Um, I shoot, I have goals when I'm shooting and then there's no, I think it's very hard to edit someone else's work. I haven't found a second photographer that I actually connect 100%, that we match 100%. So to make that work, sometimes I notice that I take double the time editing when I have a second photographer. Mm. I agree on that one. Yeah, so I try I try to keep it simple. I explain to my couples the pros and cons. So I'm very clear on the client, who's my client. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely something more casual. Uh, and I, if, if they want a second photographer, I explain to them that I still prefer to shoot by myself all the main stuff. So they're just a bride and groom. I will do the full coverage by myself, even if I have a second one. So my second one will do more of the photojournalistic or maybe some details or things that are not that important Hmm. and so that they turned out to be totally fine with having one Uh, so i think about five percent of my weddings have two photographers okay so i think that helps explain shooting the number of weddings that you do in a couple ways Mm -hmm. i mean because your season is more spread out some of the weddings are a little Mm -hmm. bit smaller and then you're not having a second so that's less work overall to edit um so that that kind of kind of makes sense Go ahead, Neil. And Kimmy, explain explain how long these weddings are. Are they full day, like from ten o'clock a.m. to midnight, or like uh, so since they're smaller weddings? Explain. It, it, I have it all because uh, what I do, I give them unlimited day coverage and I limit the reception because I'm not quite a fan of shooting reception. So I do all my collections have a full day and one hour of reception. Now, you have to understand that whenever I do a full day, I'm the one designing their timeline. So I kind of have a very good idea of how that timeline is going to go and how many hours that is. So I tend to do two hours with the bride, meaning details and her getting ready and her portraits with family and bridesmaids. About an hour and a half with the guys. And if they have a first look, I'll add however we, how much time we need for that, like 40 minutes. Uh, if she wants to do the family portraits, then I add an hour. Ceremony, family formals, and then everybody gets their first hour of reception, which is the the dances. So okay. my second collection has three hours of reception, which we all pause for dinner. So maybe it's so it's the dances, a pose shot, you know, with some family that they want. We pause mm-hmm. for dinner so I can do like a ring shot or something. Mm-hmm. And right after we they come back from dinner, then we'll do whatever they want. If they want to go from table to table, we'll do that. Or if they want to do bouquet, garter. We'll do that. They schedule. I explain to them how it goes, and we try to schedule those events on those three hours. Okay. Excellent. Now, most most receptions in Florida then would go four to five hours. So if they want a full reception, I'll do that. But and then it's going to be my top collection, or they're going to add those extra hours to the coverage. Right. So, okay. Kimmy, let me, let me ask you. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there's photographers in our area that say full day or unlimited hours for the day, and I'm thinking mm-hmm. they're going to – somewhere get uh, screwed along the way by someone because our, around where someone we are will abuse that yeah yeah because mm-hmm. by us we're it's we're not necessarily there to the very end but we're close to it for most weddings maybe mm-hmm. an hour before it ends maybe two if they just don't want to pay for that time and we kind of fake a cake cutting but a lot of times <laughs> you guys will contest that we're there to probably the end if not maybe maybe a half hour beforehand right mm-hmm. so i can just 
C, has this happened to you where maybe a bride would say, oh, well, I see you have me unlimited, so how about you come to the house at uh, 7 a.m. when all the girls are arriving because that's when they're all here and you can get us hanging out and so doing it's a matter it's a matter of your pre-consultation and how well you communicate with the clients yes. before. Mm-hmm. So I say, I, uh, I'll tell you how I work. And if that's good for you, great. We're a great match. And it's kind of like, I like to start shooting when your makeup is fully done and your hair is mm-hmm. done. Right. I think it makes no sense to photograph you with no makeup. Who wants that? You're paying for makeup. Why would you want photos of you with rollers on your hair? Something like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Most of them get that idea of, oh, yeah, I want to look pretty on those photos. I don't want photos with no makeup. So from the moment that she has makeup and on, at least over here, it seems to be pretty automatic that she's going to get on her dress, we're going to get the day moving. Now, if she wants a little more of candidates, I said, sure, I can get an hour before. Usually, okay. I, I, I arrive early anyways. I never had anyone say arrive when the girls arrive, ever. And, That's good. But if it yeah. happens, yeah. it may be one. Yeah, so I totally I used to and Cammy, I say the same exact thing that you do because I mm-hmm. actually I actually am one of those photographers that does say full day coverage in my package. Mm-hmm. But I am. A, but I agree that from the minute that I have them in for a consult, I'm saying pretty much what you're saying. I'm saying full day for me means that, you know, I start about 45 minutes prior to the dress going on. And that's that's what I like to say, because. Yeah. Brides usually never think about when the dress goes on, so I always work backwards from the time the limo is going to pick mm-hmm. the bride up. So I say, okay, what time mm-hmm. is the limo going to pick you up? Even in my consults, you know, or my or prior to the wedding, you know, I had a meeting, you know, a few days ago, and I always say, you know, what time is the what time is the limo going to pick you up? And then I say, well, if you haven't thought about what time you're going to put the dress on, I suggest such and such a time, you know, 45 minutes ahead of time. Um, are you guys hearing that sound there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, maybe that went away. Sorry, probably, <laughs> it, listeners, if you're hearing that sound too, sorry about that. That's that's just a little, you know, little ambient noise in the middle of the podcast. Because why not? But uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So like, I think it is about communication and saying, you know, like, hey, this mm-hmm. is what my full day is. So I, so I show mm-hmm. up 45 minutes prior to the dress going on, and then even for mm-hmm. the end of the night, you know, I say we stay until events have wrapped up, and it's the same people dancing on the dance floor. But it's about communicating that and i've never had a client take advantage of that really sometimes i actually the here's the times that i do that that kind of does hurt me a little bit is if they're doing like a sparkler send off at the end of the mm-hmm. night that kind of thing that's the yeah. only time that that but really that's because gets you're not me. limiting your reception sorry to cut right. it off, but that's just yeah. because you're doing like a full day full day for me that's crazy because i do want to shoot three weddings or two weddings on the weekend. And if I stay up for reception, it's very hard to wake up. So yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> I know that's, I, I see it always kind of like work balances for me though, because like some days mm-hmm. I will, like I'll, I'll get out of there, at, you know, if they're done at like nine 30, cause if all the events have wrapped mm-hmm. up, I'm out of there by nine 30. And then some days for me, it kind of balances off. That's why I do it. But I understand, mm-hmm. but, but the more that, you know, I've been doing this, you know, for however many years now, and I have been thinking about changing package hours around and, and that kind of thing. And, and so I may mm-hmm. actually be pulling, pulling that back because, because of those times where it does become an issue like that with the sparkler mm-hmm. send off. So but, yeah. uh, different, different approaches, but I do, you know, I think we can both understand where everybody's coming from, you know, on, on yeah. what we offer there. But anyway, um, so Cammy, were you, did you have more to mention there? I might've, I might've just, 
Well, I have no. a good question for Kami. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, Neil. Um, I mean, since, since you shoot alone, um, and this is kind of good segue into our first topic of off-camera flash, you shoot alone, mm-hmm. you, you use a lot of off-camera flashes and, and lighting. Um, how, don't, don't you think it would be easier to, to have an assistant do all that stuff for you instead of running around with As- the tripod, especially assistant. when it's windy? And- yeah, no, I do have an assistant, but he's not a shooter. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. I okay. see. <laughs> it's, so, it's the same thing up there. It's not the same thing up here. Uh, you'd be surprised. Well, we just take advantage think. of our assistants, and we uh, put a camera oh. in their hands. Yeah, honestly, I think. Yeah, I think that it is a very different mentality. I think, especially like where Neil and I are, where we're not next by a major city a a lot a lot of us in our areas like we typically like my second shooter is my assistant during the middle of the day where they're holding lights they're booming light stands and all that kind of thing and then outside of that time they're my assistant they are my second shooter if 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 we need to split in the morning or that kind of thing creating more work for myself as as cammy very very astutely pointed out um you know i have an assistant uh but it's Having an assistant makes makes it, of course, a little bit easier on me. But I've done plenty of weddings by myself, and it's just hard work. And but I'm okay working hard. Like I'll yeah. carry the weight. Uh, I see, I see a lot of people wanting to do things, and and, and they, then they're complaining about things of where their business are or how things are. But they are just being negative towards certain things. You know what I'm saying? I think mm-hmm. your attitude towards your own business and how much work you're willing to put, it's going to, it pays off. Like, I'm not the kind of person that complains about how much work yeah. I'm going to do. Yeah. I, I go and do it. And if I don't have fun, why am I doing this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so actually, let me do the the show dialogue here and then we'll get get back to cammy and off-camera flash if that's cool all right so yeah yeah. uh listeners we do have an assortment of hand-picked information that's relevant to you but first just in case you forgot your place in space and time this is wedding photographers unite a bi-wedding weekly photography podcast for wedding photographers (laughs) no 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 it's not a bi-wedding week we got to really school this guy. Wait a second. Wait a second. Did I say, did I say by wedding weekly? By wedding. Did I say by wedding? Yes. Oh my goodness. This is, this is a bi-weekly wedding photography podcast. Thank God you're here, Jim. Thank God you're here because originally you pointed it out to begin with. Um, Four wedding photographers. I'm still waiting over here. Hi, wedding photographers. Thank you. I, that's yes. what I was waiting for. Uh, the show goes live uh, roughly, other, roughly every other week. And while we're at it, please do leave us a review in iTunes. Subscribe in iTunes. Uh, and help us help you by sending in questions to info at weddingphotographersunite.com or connect on our Facebook group. And we prefer to talk with you rather than at you. Listeners, this show is like uh, the audio is going to be a miracle if we pull this off. Uh, but anyway, uh, Jim, Jimmy, uh, you just asked Cammy a question in the time that I got a phone call and all disaster struck. Uh, so, Jimmy, can you ask that question again to Cammy and we'll just kind of yeah, pick it up? Yeah. Yeah. Certainly. I, I was saying to, to Cammy that uh, here in tri-state area, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut type region, northeast at least, that uh, when wedding photographers come on, on site um, – that it's standard that there's two of them. Now, mm-hmm. from my standpoint, I don't need my second photographer to always be shooting. So a lot of times they're, they are carrying a stand. They are rallying at people. They're holding a reflector or they're just standing by at the ready doing nothing but being ready. Mm-hmm. Um, but the idea of having someone just to be an assistant actually is really interesting to me because then 
I don't have to worry about them coming back with 2,000 images. And then I have to go through all that because I need to control what they're editing. And even their, the call I want to control too because if they do it, they come back with 1,800 images. And I'm like, oh, I just got rid of 200. I'm like, well, that's still way too many. So your, your idea of just bringing in just an assistant is good. And I might try to see if I can make that fly sometimes. Yeah, I, I think that, that having uh, – th- there's a difference in culture apparently upstate, like uh, up north. That you guys need more. It's bigger weddings. You need more. It's fancier. As I said, the ball. I call it the ballroom because it's something more formal than here. I'm shooting on the Mm -hmm. beach and I'm shooting country weddings in farms. So it's 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 a lot more informal and more casual. Now my whenever I have a second shooter, I hire an assistant. I don't want my second shooter to have to think because if he's doing photojournalistic, I don't want him to be looking at me. So if I have a second shooter, then it's a team of three. I still want okay. an assist. And my assist is going to help me. It's going to help the second shooter. And my assistants always help my bride in case something needs to be done. You know, like run and get that. That's, that always happens. All the mm-hmm. flowers, the state are there going. That's what the assistant is there for. So very rarely the assistant is actually just standing around. Mm-hmm. Um, here in Florida, it's silly, but I need th- to get hydrated at all times. So my assistant run, does so many water runs that it's like insane. So it's it, it stays busy. But even if I have a second shooter, I'll have an assistant. Um, on a sidetrack, uh, my fiance and I, Natalie, we were just in Delray Beach, which is not too far from you, but right? No, that's about a three hours. hours. Yeah, about three oh, about hours. About three hours. Okay. I'm, I'm by Disney, like 15 minutes from Disney. All right, and the the, the, the we had a good trip, and uh, we have friends in Orlando too, other photographers, but we didn't yeah. get a chance to go see them. But uh, man, it was hot just then, and that was Memorial Day <laughs> so, weekend. So, so hot. I don't know how we were just like saying, you know, we've had hot days here, but we're not on no. a beach hot because beach hot is different. <laughs> He's coming from all directions. Lights coming from all directions. You open the door. Like right now, you open the door. And this is our rain season. It's it's teams. So you you have to acclimate your cameras because everything gets foggy, like the mirror, the lens. So you have to remember to always have a camera either outside or send your assist with a camera before. Because if you have an AC area, you cannot just go outside. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. I've been in that boat before in, in Mexico and, and Florida as well. And it's not fun. No. <laughs> okay. So uh, we all had a question. Yeah. All right, you oh. guys go. Well, we were, I think we were going to get into a little bit of off-camera flash, right? Neil, did you want to ask? Yeah, yeah. Prod Cammy a little yeah, bit further. Yeah, Cammy, you, you know, you, uh, you use a lot of off-camera flash. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you're you're just on a commercial with Mag Mod, and uh, tell us what you use and your kind of workflow uh, throughout the day with working with off-camera flash. All right. So. I have a favorite setup, which I carry a, actually a rapid box, like a beauty dish from Westcott with me. And I have my MagMods. Uh, all my speed lights are dressed for a MagMod, so they all have a grip. So I have four or five of them on my bag. Um, now, what, what system are you using? Uh, Canon, Nikon? Oh, sorry. Totally went off my head. Uh, Nikon. Okay. And my lights. Do you want to know my lights? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> So I use Flashpoint, like, you know, like the Godox that everybody's using, like the cheaper, mm-hmm. not young mm-hmm. Newell, but like better. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's, uh, I have all sizes. I have the big strobe, the medium strobe, the speed lights, and they have a new one, which is a, on the shape of a speed light, but it's 200 watts. So the, I love that one because I can use the MagMods. Okay. So now what's the question? <laughs> Oh well, you you answered a, a good part of it. Um, what <laughs> what points of the day do you use uh, off camera flash? The whole time, I would mm-hmm. only use uh, natural light if 
as I'm moving fast, everything is perfect and I can find good light. Um, what I noticed is uh, mainly when I was when I was studying light and I go to workshops very often and people say, oh, find, you know, this or the ref- reflective surfaces or anything. But I shoot outside in full sun most of the time. So for me, it's it's a lot faster for me to create my own light than to find. I've been trying to work harder in thinking through the process better to find good light, but it, it just became so fast for me to create my light. Um, so I now, carry... Now, guys, notice notice the light that's hitting Cami right now. I see that. <laughs> Did you specifically place that there? <laughs> we got to do a screen capture shot of this. Of course, I'll do it for you guys. Look at the light for me, you know? Come on. Uh, Andy, not not the best on you. This, no, this this is this is a great photo to turn over to clients. What you got going on me right now? This is this is what we're looking for, right? So that uh, might be like right here. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Continue. Uh, squirrel, the um, the beauty dish I carry with me because I like to have, of course, a bigger light source, a softer light. Um, but the magmods now became a lot faster. Um, to work, so I my my favorite ones is the sphere, which diffuses the light. I, do you guys use Magmod? Yeah, I I've uh, okay, no, <laughs> I own I own I some Magmods. <laughs> I own two different sets. I have the grid. I had the sphere. It was too big for me to carry, and I did a test, and for what I needed for, it wasn't working. So I, I ended mm-hmm. up returning it. But it was pretty cool. But um, I have the grids. I have the the gel inserts. And I have enough for two flashes, maybe even three, but I rarely use them because it's, the word is just such a fast-paced time and time. I'm like, oh, I should gel the flash. Then I think about it. Then I use them. But we, yeah, they are really cool and they it's are habit. great. Yeah. Quick, yeah. I, on my light stands, I try to have all my light stands with a bag with my mag mods, like the modifiers hanging in it, so I know it's right there. It becomes easy for my assistant to grab it. He doesn't have to run to a bag and get it. Um, so I have the sphere. The sphere I use a lot for backlight. Um, I I don't like that strong backlight. I would do like on occasion for something cool. But I do love uh, having a quarter CTO on my backlight and put it behind people. And it looks very nice and soft and natural and just like a warm touch. And I'll do even on my family formals or anything if I have to. I'll stick that light on the back with my sphere in a CTO. Um, uh, the grid, uh, I love the grid, mainly if I'm doing something that's more artistic, it's something that I have to be very specific, very like narrow, where I want that light to hit. So it stays there, and it's, it's if I look at the, I take the photo, and if I think I can sharpen it, usually I just go in and put the grid on, and it helps me a lot. Like you cannot see, well, you guys can, right? But your client cannot see that there's flesh there. So I love it, it's very fast. Do you uh, have that? Um, that thing, I don't know what you call it, that it, uh, it makes the light like a beam. It's, it's a snoot. Uh, it's a Fresnel light. A snoot? No, it's a Fresnel lens. I have all of it. I have oh. all of them. Okay. Um, the, the beam one, I have not had the time to play enough. It's really hard to hit the spot. So I just have I have to practice more now in my off season because there's no time during season for me to do that. But now in my off season, I'm going to practice more because it, for me, it would work because many of my sunset shots, I'm often editing my light stands up. So if I can get the beam to like a science, then I'm going to use that because you can put so far and you can just hit people right on where you need. Hey, Cammy, I have a question. It's up to 20 feet far, like, and it works. It hits mm-hmm. the same power. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so mm-hmm. I was going to ask you, you said that you use uh, 
off camera flash, you know, pretty much all day. Is that does that mean that even for bridal portraits in the morning, that's your go to? Are you like uh, bringing all that uh, you know off camera flash in the morning for bridal portraits as well, like in the in the morning, or is this? Well, she does have an assistant just for that. Oh, so right. I would too. Yeah, <laughs> right, I mean, and it's I... not really the morning. <laughs> right. Oh the yeah, morning. sure. Yeah, I, I started one in the afternoon. Let's be clear about that. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Now sometimes I start in the morning. Um, just like very recently, I had a bride on a hotel room, mm-hmm. and she was putting her earrings, you know, like those mirrored closets. Yes. And it was a dark closet. Yep. I I let her do her thing. Once she finished, I went, I opened the closet. I put a, a flash inside the closet pointing at the back wall. Mm-hmm. And I just mimicked the same scene that she was doing naturally with lights now. So she, I bounced that flash on the back of the closet, illuminated her nice and soft. And I put another one with a magmod on the back so she, to add you know, a backlight. So are you bringing um, like soft boxes and all that kind of thing to, to those getting ready shots in the morning or, or no? The, the soft box, it's harder on the getting ready because of uh, space. Yes. Right. right. Yep. That's why the magnet is good for me. Um, I use the grid and the gels uh, probably on getting ready. Um, yes, of course, I use a lot of window light. We all do. Right. But let, let's say um, if I want to, if I want detail on their hair or something on the back, then I'm, I'm putting another light on the back, yeah. either to bounce or to go straight to them. So a uh, dress shot, I very rarely shoot the dress natural light. I like to use, I actually just, I wish I could show you guys. I just did a natural um a dress shot with Magmod system. It was a storm, like right now. Was, but instead of being that bright dress, I got those dark, nice clouds. And I was able to do it because I was using a flash and a grid. So, uh, Say, Cammy, I'm on your site, I'm looking at some images. Uh-oh. So with Jade and <laughs> – I have a question. Related to exactly what you're talking about. I actually got two questions for you. Okay. Technically speaking, first of all, these speed lights, they're just AA batteries in there? No, lithium. Okay. Flashpoint, I buy the lithium ones because I can shoot two weddings on one charge. Okay, but they're, they're rechargeable still? Yes. Okay, okay. Because uh, um, I don't know this system at all. I know Photix and, of course, Nikons and stuff like that. But um, it's, 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 it's interesting, um, the system you talk about. But for Jade and Trevor, okay, um, if anyone's listening and you go to her Facebook page, you will scroll down and see Jade and Trevor. I see some photos you did with her sitting as she's getting ready. You know Jay what I'm talking about? There's no Jay and Trevor there. Jade and Trevor? Her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jade! Jade and Trevor. She I has a tattoo on her arm? Well then, yes. I'm like, Jay? It was <laughs> March. It was in well March. Are you, are you on my Facebook? I'm on your Facebook page, yeah. That's why. Okay, I went to my website. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's the bride that had the, the tattoo on her left arm. Yes. Um, Let me get there's it. some really good shots you did of her. Getting ready that looks okay. like you must have lit it, and then there's photos of him, same kind of thing. So, if you would be so kind to disclose yes. what lights you used for those shots, yes. okay. on him and her. Okay, first, which photo are you talking about? Her, the ones of her by herself, she's getting ready. It's a few down on the Jaden Trevor on the mirror, in the, past the mirror. She's just sitting there with a the mirror in the background, red wall, red wall. Yes, okay, so. There's um, there's a window on her left side. So she's looking at us, right, on her tattoo arm. Right. There is a magmod with a, 
probably like a half CTO because those lights are very orange, off to her right side, just off the camera. So you can see like on the on her hips, you can see the light, the orange light. Yeah. Um, if you go to Trevor, I think I didn't, I actually didn't take the speed light out of, oh, this one that I posted I did. But you can see the backlight on his head. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's Magmod. It's like a, I can't remember. I think I had the grid and a the gel there. Because so it's how, not- how much time do you, do you get? Because Neil and, and Andy, you guys agree, man. We don't get much time. To, There's no time. No, we get no oh, time. We get like oh, five oh. minutes sometimes to do, to do like a creative <laughs> shot. And it'll take five minutes to get the light set up. With him, though, I didn't have a lot of time with him. It was just really quick. I think it's um, the more you use the lights, the faster it gets to get there. Um, I don't know. I just, I just love lights. I'm obsessed with lights, and I want to. I still, I'm still learning. I want to get better at it. But like his shot. Well, first of all, his shot. I had already done her shot. So now I already know to put him really quick. See, like the bar is already actually set up when it's his yeah, turn. That's cool. <laughs> there was more elements there. But uh, so on her shot, it took me a little longer than his shot. And now his shot, I, I was able to do faster. With him, I think I probably had about half an hour because he was bringing, he's still loading stuff. So I got him ready and I got his photos and his family in about half an hour total. Very nice. Very nice. But yeah, it is a speed light with a grid and a half CTO. Did you ever did you ever yeah. use any LEDs at all? Where um, I have tons of it. Okay. <laughs> I have small ones, big ones. I have the ice light. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget to use them. Um, I use my ice light a lot for details, like the cake or the centerpieces. I mm-hmm. I like to shoot with my long lens from across the room. I like to do centerpieces like that with the ice light. Um, but the speed lights for now they're still more intuitive for me and i can control the color a lot better than with my led light but yeah. again it's just because that's what i use i think if i was using led lights all the time i'll get good with those cammy do you hmm. edit your own work good question <laughs> i said hey eight- i edited one I did one picture. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. More than that for for. A, oh yeah, I did, yeah, yeah, did. But but the but the one uh, one third place. So I'm taking yes. credit for that one. Yes, you did. <laughs> that, oh, that one was LED light. That was a, a light. Ice That's light. LED. Okay. Well, it was one ice light and actually one one super light on the other side. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do edit. Um, okay, I. I don't like calling first thing. So I may go, I put my photos in photo mechanic and I may delete the obvious no's, but I don't like calling first thing. I pick 800, uh, so kind of the first or second of each set and I send it to Evolve. So I outsource color correction. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I send my weddings, I outsource them. I pick about 800 images because uh, that's what's included with my package. Mm-hmm. They send me back. I'm very picky. I still go through one by one. And I may recrop it. I'm not that sharp to the point where I love my cropping straight from camera. So I recrop. I straighten every single horizon. Some people told me not to do that. I do that. I straighten everything. I deliver about a thousand images. So I may just add a few more from that, those 800. Um, a bigger wedding, like a longer wedding, I'll do about 1,200. Um I'm very quick. Like right now, uh, two days ago, I delivered a wedding. I shot June 3rd. So 10 days I delivered. And I only have one wedding pending, which is June 8th right now. 
That's about a fair time if you're not too busy. Yeah. yeah. I'm the same way. I'm about, I, I, I'll tell you clients, you know, ideally two weeks, maybe less because we're kind of caught yeah. up. And if we get really busy, I think the most we've ever done is like six weeks, maybe eight. Yeah. If we're like traveling in one of those weeks. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's it, the, the process of color correction outsourced helps, but I still, I don't know. I think there's nothing like, us like what you want to do with images maybe one day i'll find someone that does it how i want but not yet i'm still in the boat of where i do everything myself i'll call it i'll edit it mm-hmm. um i don't i never tried outsourcing mm-hmm. anything um when uh james and i were talking uh james kelly he outsources his uh his edit and he he does the calling and i'm thinking mm-hmm. well that's the non-fun part really is to go through all these group shots and lately I've been playing with um, uh, the high speed, the 14 frames a second on my D5 just for group stuff. And I don't, I can't do that anymore. Cause then I come back with so many, just for groups just to blast away. So I could just do a quick and then yeah. walk away. But even then it's like, all right, this is just crazy. There's just too many images here. So the culling part is so not fun. Yeah. So I, I do it. Yeah. For me, it's a lot easier to call. I, I like to look at the photos after, the color correction when you come back in it, it's kind of like he gave me a break from the wedding also give me you know and it's easier for me but everybody has their own way right yeah i think um andy and you guys are we're all nikon which is cool so we can all talk like techie stuff like that which i i enjoy and uh mm-hmm. but cam if you'd be so kind to share like what body you have and what your average pack you know of lenses that you use that you go out yes. with and then that kind of stuff and yeah, i see you had the i see you had the hip holster I, I love that. I love yeah. that thing. I that saves my back. That I love mm-hmm. it. it. It's. It, I agree, hundred percent. So good. Like once I tried that, because I had a camera actually fall from, uh, you know, like those that cross. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. And I was like, never again. My cameras would never hang again. Um, I have a hmm. D eight hundred and a D eight ten. My D eight ten on my last wedding, <laughs> right just before the kiss, the shutter decided to. It went go went dark on me, so I got my I shot with my D eight hundred. So now I'm gonna order a D seven fifty because I've been hearing great things about it, and I, I'm gonna give it a shot. I would love to have a D four a D five because of many reasons, but it's such a huge investment. Yeah, I know. Don't worth, do the D four. I don't think it's worth the money. You know, when it comes right yeah. down to it, for what you're getting out of it for. I, I just yeah. don't know if it, if it justifies the purchase price. Maybe it does. I know that D5 is pretty nice, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kimmy, well, Andy, Andy and I, we both use the D750s right now, too. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm going to order cameras. probably next week or so. Like it's, it's... I mean, you can have two of them for the price of mm-hmm. the D4. You know? I, agree. Yeah. I agree. I never had the D5. I went from the D3S to the D5, and uh, the focus is phenomenal on it. It's it's people can run right to you and it captures it. It was I was playing around a couple weeks ago at a wedding when they do the bubble thing, uh-huh. and they bubble. It, I was focusing on bubbles as they were approaching me and going away. <laughs> that ju- that out. justifies the extra few grand right there. Yeah, it was. I was like, I was. I didn't. It was just my own sake. I didn't give it. I know. I'm just. But I was like, I'm like, this thing's amazing. And and even when Natalie, bubble, like, the bride goes right by. <laughs> When she takes yeah. the D3S and she takes my D5, she just holds it and looks like she's like, oh, man, this camera is really nice. And I'm like, yeah, well, we can't get two of them. There's way too much money. You know? And it's mm-hmm. heavy. It's super heavy. It is, it I, is heavy. It, no, it's actually yeah. lighter than the D3 and D3S. But not it's, lighter than the other ones. <laughs> no, no, not even close. To, I know that <laughs> yeah. the, D, the D750 is a great, great camera. 
Um, I already um, got this big arms just from shooting. I don't want to get bigger arms. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you, I gonna, I might try that hip thing again because uh, I, 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 my back's been bugging me lately, and chiropractors aren't helping. And uh, I think so the hip thing so might actually, help. So actually, are you? Is this the spider system or something else that you guys are talking about? Spider. Spider. Oh, yep. Yeah. That I, I actually. I'm seriously considering that because I'm doing the hold fast thing right now and I shoot with the two bodies, but I really have been feeling it the last couple of weddings where I'm like, man, like I can't keep doing this the older I get because it really, it's taking a toll on my back and getting that weight off. I definitely want to, I need to try it. I, I'm, how much do those things go for? Those, that spider, the spider holster, a like few hundred, 200. 250 maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Is it that much now? For each side? I don't know. Oh man. I, well, I, I, I got the pull. first one, and it was like 130 at the time. Don't and I also, that, also got it. Well, I got a discount from WP because I bought it at WP. 235. It's wow. that much. And is that well, for, for, for both sides or one? Two sides. Two sides. Okay. 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 Yeah, I think, I, one, I, think I, gotta try I had it. one side. Yeah, I had one side, and then whenever I had my second camera on me, it wouldn't make sense. It defeats its purpose because I needed another. So I decided to buy the attachment and I added the second side. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you can't put a price on comfort, I guess, you know, after. No, the hips are so much stronger than your back. Your hips just carry weight so much better. That's yes. what Shakira always says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Speaking of oh, uh, getting the weight off of our backs, I just want to follow up a little bit. Um, your last episode, we talked about that XT2. And very oddly enough, my second shooter, who I also use as an assistant, right? (laughs) Um, But my second shooter uh, just recently bought that X-T2 and came with with the X-T2 and a whole bunch of lenses. And I got to play around with it a little bit. And uh, it's very cool. You know, like it's it's really cool. And it also makes me a little bit. uh, So first of all, it is it's super light. It's super small. The feel of it in your hand ends up being, uh, you know, obviously not what we're used to. But even when we were comparing, you know, like you look at that D5 and compared to a 750, a 750, you know, is going to feel light compared to a D5. But this is just like takes that another step. Um, And so I guess the, the main thing that I just wanted to like mention if you haven't shot mirrorless before is like, you know, like when we're when we're using our live view on the back of our D750s or whatever cameras that we're using, it's like that, obviously, you know, when we look through that electronic viewfinder. But it's almost too easy. It's like cheating because you're you literally see everything that you're gonna that you're gonna shoot, you know, exposure wise before it you know, before it happens. So like in camera, you you know, you're adjusting exposure and you can see how bright or how dark the image is gonna be. You're gonna see, you know, if there's any you know, if you're if you're shooting through anything, you're seeing exactly what that what that shoot through looks like. Obviously, because you're going right into right through that electronic viewfinder. So on on one level, it is almost like cheating, and, it, and it's amazing, and it's you know it's it's incredible on that level. Um, but I would still say that you know the things that I didn't like about that particular camera, even from when we had our guest on last week, is just you know he it is a crop sensor camera that XT2 is crop sensor, and for me that as much as I know that that maybe shouldn't be an issue, it is an issue for me. I want you know to be able to use most of the, most, as much of the lens, and then at least on that that camera in particular, still the autofocus like at the reception, which I wanted to steal that from him to shoot at the reception to see what that was going to be like at the reception, but we couldn't really do that because he didn't have a flash that we could use 
you know, that had like an autofocus assist beam or something like that. So I, I didn't really get a chance to test the, the low light capability of that autofocus. But even from what he was mm-hmm. saying, and he shoots with a D5 as well, um, he was even saying that, you know, it's, it's not quite as good, obviously. Um, but, you know, I, which still makes me even more intrigued with that A9 because, I, I, you know, if they're saying that it's pretty close uh, to what the, our DSLR is doing. But I, I just my, my impression, though, that I do want to mention is just that it is the future. You know, like just unquestionably, it is the future. Like we don't need the mirrors, you know, as far as it goes. And it's it and it almost kind of, you know, maybe scares me, but shouldn't in the sense that it's going to be so easy for, you know, our these newer our newer people, you know, to come in and pick up these cameras and just see what's happening immediately like we're shooting on an iPhone and and I'm wondering how much does that degrade you know like what we're doing you know I don't know I I just wonder how that is going to impact how wedding photographers are viewed as professionals once once that's the common camera that people buy once once instead of buy instead of the mom and dad who today buy like a you know a rebel a canon rebel t5 or whatever those things are called now instead of that camera you get a mirrorless camera and when you look through that viewfinder you're you're seeing exactly what you get does that change the perception of like what we do as professionals it shouldn't right because it's we're directing i don't know this is an open platform so any who has thoughts on anything i've been saying if it at all this i guess i I got i got a good theory on this whole mirror on the mirrorless attitude of that um certainly it's going to get better and better and hopefully Nikon will come out with a full frame version soon and just forget about the DX version there in Nikon, if you're listening, and just mm-hmm. go right to the pros. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's not necessarily – I don't think it's going to take over where, uh, because it's it's a different system. I find when I'm looking through – I have a little Leica point-and-shoot, a little Leica Deluxe, everyone, is an amazing little camera. It's a, it's a, it's a, a zoom lens on it. You can't take it off. But that thing, the interface, how fast it is. I tried Fuji's little uh, 100T, and I didn't really like it. I, I exchanged it. But it's got a little viewfinder, and it it's, does the job. doesn't do great, no, nearly as, as good as the uh, Fuji camera you just mentioned, Andy. But there's, cert- there's a certain connection that you're not getting, I feel at least, when looking through an electronic image. When I'm looking through it, forget the, the viewfinder back. I can't work like that, but I have to look through you, the camera. You sound so. like somebody <laughs> talking about film right now instead of shooting digital. <laughs> Just not really, because because it's it's still a digital image. So however you get it doesn't really matter. Because if you're gonna if you're gonna shoot lately, I've been doing this with my D5. I never did this before. I go uh, manual on the shutter, manual on the aperture, and then auto ISO. And that thing does a pretty damn good job as at nailing it for the most part, unless something's backlit. I'm like, this is amazing. I don't have to think about the exposure. I can just kind of shoot away because it, it's nailing it almost every time. So for people who shoot any kind of priority, there really is no difference there than shooting with the mirrorless, riding the exposure compensation dial to make it brighter or lot. But I find myself being so anally attentive about getting that exposure just right when I'm shooting with a mirrorless, even though it is a tiny little mirrorless, that um, it's taking me away from talking to my, my subject and getting that rapport going and getting that, and then and I'm talking, I'm clicking, I'm talking. I just look every now and then to go, yeah, my exposures are good. And I got plenty of latitude to fix it later if need be. And I think shooting mirrorless, it, it maybe not. Maybe the people who are experienced are like, I don't even think it anymore. And fine. I don't think it's like the – no, it's not like film versus digital. I think it's a bit extreme, Andy. But it is certainly going to get better and we'll, better. We'll see. We'll see <laughs> in like five it. years to ten years. We'll see how many people are – 
hanging on, clinging on to their mirrors. You know, we'll, we'll play. Oh, I would love to. Are you kidding? I would love to do an A9 <laughs> and then do a whole Sony system. It, it's fantastic. Mm -hmm. But uh, five years, we're gonna play this back. I'm gonna play this this section back to y'all. I'll, I'll okay. message it to you, okay? And we'll we'll see what camera body is your main camera body, and if it has a if it has a ancient right. mirror in yeah, it. Yeah, you not. might be. Yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm just I haven't got a, a straight answer on anybody at a reception of what the image is like looking through it when the, the room is really dark. You know, right? I don't know what anybody know. We, Andy, what's it like? Did you play with that Fuji at a reception? So yeah, I was just kind of mentioning. I would, I would have liked to, but I didn't. It didn't cross my mind to even pick it up, even without the flash. I, I wish I would have grabbed it from him uh, then to try that in low light. But I guess it's, it's pretty good, you know. But it's not that. I don't. I still don't think that even that XT2 is, you know, obviously close to like our like a DSLR. But as far as I understand, the A9 is super close. So I guess I would like to see that before making a call on that you know yeah i don't know i don't know guys for me i really don't care what body it is if it has a mirror or not as long as it's as long as the camera is giving me the image that i want to produce that's all i pretty much care about um i i'm i'm because whenever a mirrorless body comes out you know it, it piques my interest for like a day and then, and then I, I go back to, to using my same old system, but I, mean, I just I just focus more on lighting, and I, and I think I think the more, you know, the more I pay attention to yeah. lighting, uh, and that's what's going to separate me from anybody, yes, any amateur that yeah. picks up a camera, no matter what the camera is, totally, uh, just because they have a nice camera, they might you know capture a good shot and good lighting here and there, but uh, but if if they don't know lighting, then you know they can't compete. There's plenty of people with nice cameras mm. there. There's, so now there's nicer cameras. The people are going to still be doing the same mistakes. Mm -hmm. They are not aware. Like as long as you know everything else, composition, color, lighting, uh, telling a story, emotion. There, there's so many more elements to, mm -hmm. to taking a photo that you can still stand out. Yeah, I think and, lighting and direct, being able to direct a client, you know, and putting them mm -hmm. their face towards the light that we're looking for. I, I think. You know, we've we've kind of had this conversation before on this podcast, but it's mm -hmm. basically, you know, uh, like the idea of, you know, cameras will as they get better and better. It's like the idea of, you know, what pen did Shakespeare use to write his his work? It doesn't really matter yeah. what pen he used. In the same way, it doesn't really matter what camera it's, we're using yeah. because we're telling our it's story. You, uh, I couldn't agree more. How many times we're all guilty of not guilty, but we're all been in a situation where we're in an environment, a party, anywhere where we don't have our cameras, and we see someone taking a picture, and then we go, "Please let, let me take it." And then you take the <laughs> camera, and then you take one shot, and they're like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" And, and or you're out at a party, and someone's taking a picture with their phone. And I'm like, I got to step in. And I go over and go, come here, everyone, face the light. Let me go Let's go over here. You're yeah. blocking her. Yeah, that's right. And then yeah. you do. And that's that's what it means. You know, and, and on, the, on the other note, how many times have we were at a wedding when we see someone take a picture with their phone and they look at it and they go, oh, that's good. And then you can, as you walk by, you see it and go, that's complete crap. How do you think you can possibly <laughs> say that's good? Yeah. I don't understand people. I'm like, that's yeah. totally backlit. You can't even see anything but a silhouette. And they look at it and they go, oh, that's good. And then they move on. Or, or it looks no, it's, good because they're using us. your lighting, you yeah. know. Right, yeah, because yeah, <laughs> they're shooting over your shoulder. <laughs> you, know what, you know what I'll tell you? Yeah. What, I, what I've been doing lately, I don't know if I mentioned this before, I forget. I talk a lot. But um, I have this little <laughs> light, this little LED thing that came out, and I got it pretty cheap because it was on a sale at a convention, and I did it online. And it can do, I should know what it's called. Andy, I can give you the, the notes after and, and put in the side notes there. And then you can dial in the color temperature, 
And then you can also go extreme colors, like extreme red, magenta, blue, mm. and you That's can also cool. control it from your phone. Yeah. So it, mm. just by opening up the app, it automatically connects, and you can put it somewhere, and you can just let it go like like what a slow change of color. I don't. It's downstairs. Uh, well, I'll put it, I can get I'll put it, it in, in the show notes. My house might be likes it like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you in a oh, second. Okay. When I'm done yeah. talking, you guys talking all yeah. one now. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> what I've been doing is keeping that like in my pocket and then just walking around during reception. And then when I see someone doing a cell phone picture or a selfie, I'll just come over and go boop and hold the light. Mm-hmm. And that kind of means I don't have to take the photo and edit it. Um, I don't have to walk around with any bigger camera on my body or my, and my off camera flashes are not even pointing towards them. It doesn't matter. And I'm like the Here, rock star. You guys, you just, just go around. Them. You take everything with your cell phone. I'm just going to bring in the light. You know, if, if you, you, you pay me the money. I show up to your reception, and I'm going to hold the light. You take the photos. You're hired. They're like, thank you so much. That was great. I'm like, yep, I'm professional, here to help. Professional pen light holder by Jim Ferrara. <laughs> no, you guys talk. I'll, I'll tell no, you what no. light it is. I'll be right back. I'm just kidding. Um, Okay, so actually, uh, just in terms of time right now anyway, I think uh, I just want to go mm-hmm. on to our last topic here, which was just, and maybe, you know, I was going to make this a little bit of a bigger topic, but I think I'm going to condense it maybe into a uh, tip of the week, at least from me. So I'm going to give you a tip of, tip of the week. If you guys have tip, tips, a tip for our listeners, it could be anything. Uh, feel free to, to give them a tip. If not, that's okay too. Um, but I am going to give a little tip, and uh, my tip is this, because I... For whatever reason, and it was probably a very foolish one, as I now understand, but for whatever reason, when I was importing um, images into Lightroom, if you're using Lightroom, uh, I have not been like building previews the way that I should be. You know, like in terms of the the well, there's two different kinds of previews. There's the smart previews, and then there's the previews that basically are what you know being able to look through when you're in library mode be able to look through and call a wedding you know it sounds like um cammy is doing everything the right way over there she's using photo mechanics she's using assistance as assistance you know but but you know for those of us up here in new york that you know we, we like to do things in our own in our own way um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, the difficult so, way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you want to do things the hard way, basically is what I'm saying. And you are using Lightroom to import and call. Um, I do. So, I do strongly suggest that you build your previews the right way on import because I just started doing that only recently, and it's it's making my workflow go so much faster than like I used to be hooking up my hard drive, you know, with my raw images to call a wedding, and then. Um, and then, you know, even edit the wedding, I, I would, you know, I'd be hooking up my, you know, all the raw images through a hard drive to my, to my computer to edit. But if you do those smart previews, you'll be able to edit your images on your, in your within Lightroom. And then if you do the, uh, you know, the, the previews, you have the one-to-one minimal previews, um, as far as the rest goes, when you're calling that, that wedding, um, it's going to be so much faster when you're looking through and, and selecting images. And it's just worth the time on import to do that. Um, I was doing this really backwards method of, um, you know, like bring like directly importing the raws from from my from my cards to a hard drive and then backing up in different ways. But now I'm using Lightroom as an importer, which which I always should have been doing. And as I'm importing, I'm taking the extra time that it takes to build both, both versions of previews, and it's making my life so much easier in terms of. Um, when I'm getting into that wedding, editing it, and delivering it. So if you're one of the people like me, I don't know why you would have been, to be honest, now that I've, now that I've uh, solved this problem or, or understood this problem. Uh, please take, do yourself a favor and build your previews, both, both versions of the previews, your smart previews, 
and and your other version of the preview. So, so you can edit faster, both calling and editing. And then when you do your export, hook your hard drive back up. Or if you're going to do go into Photoshop and do a detailed level of editing, then you also need to hook your hard drive back up because uh, if you're going out to Photoshop and back in. Anybody have any preview yeah. thoughts, questions, comments, yes. concerns that One might help? Thing. Yeah. Right on your thought. Also, um, for people to work, uh, if they're calling or just going through images, make sure they switch to library module. Yes. Because if you, that's also something that I've seen so much slower on develop if yep. you're trying to just go through images. Mm-hmm. So just jump back to library. Huge. And- Huge. If you're calling, be in library. If you're going to do detailed Mm -hmm. editing, be in develop. Uh, And one more tip, too, that I recently heard, and this is very true. Um, When you are in develop mode or if you're even if you're in library mode, if you want your calling to go even faster in library mode, where up in the upper right hand corner where you see the histogram. Collapse Mm -hmm. the histogram. Because if you collapse the histogram in library mode, really? I guarantee you when you start clicking your right arrows, bang, 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 it's going to be way faster than with that, really? with that histogram open. Yep. Uh, oh, this okay. is a little tip Thanks, that I picked Andy. up on social media later, so late recently. So, uh, so definitely uh, collapse your histogram and you'll call even faster. Maybe even as fast as ta- as as Cammy and Photo Mechanic, you know? Maybe. <laughs> um, you guys are laughing at me because I'm I'm at the I'm at the entry level learning Lightroom 101 because I I have been and still use Aperture because oh, yeah, I love it. If you want to go all the way far back, you should, you should, you should, I know. You see how he's at the back I of know, the line I right know. now. Still Man. available. Cammy's at the I front. Know. It, You're it's right. It's not the available back, anymore. <laughs> It's so pathetic, and I can't update my computer to the newest version because I can't batch rename with that. So I had to go back, and it's horrible. But I have everything for since like 2005 or six when Aperture first came out. It's like it's my only thing. I'm so upset at Apple for not yeah using this anymore. They invented like they invented non-destructive editing, and then Adobe came and stole it. So anyway, but I'm at that really early stage, so I might ask you guys questions, and maybe we'll have a whole Lightroom (laughs) thing when I... I'm getting into it a little more. I'm trying to dive into it. It's so hard. It's just such a learning curve. But I have to give credit uh, to credits due. The whole photo mechanic to Lightroom was actually my mentor, Luke Edmondson, that he said, no, you have to start in photo mechanic because it's a lot faster, and then go from there but i'm a pc user <laughs> so whenever you say that mac changed things i'm a pc user and i love it and it works for me but <laughs> that's that's yeah that's at least in the in the program we're talking about it's a shame that i can't use the program yeah. for years you know and i can pull up a, an aperture project that i've had 10 years ago just open it and oh there it is there's all the raw files there's everything i have and it's there's time to move on you know, man. taking it's up time space, to move on not anymore t- time to join you know, I know. you're in <laughs> Well, I found that light if you guys are interested. Okay, so I'll I'll talk about it to the audience. It's called um, hello. It's called uh, Luxie L U. I just shut it off. And it tells it when it first turns on. L U X I by um, Viola. So it looks like this, right? So if you guys can see, I can go like extreme colors. So look, I'll do it on my face. So I can dial in like extreme colors, right? Um, from like green awesome. to red to orange to magenta, yeah, and then you use it as a backlight. And on the back of it, it has like a little um, LED type uh, like screen right there. So it's Viola Luxie. Okay. I I, yeah, Lux you can Lee, mount sorry, it. Sorry, Lux Lee. 
Lux Lee. Lux Lee. L-U-X-L-I. Viola by L-I. Lux Lee. Yeah. It looks real cool. I know that, you know, obviously you guys are listening to just the audio or listeners, but yeah, it's uh, all. Uh, Jim's face is lighting up all sorts of different cool colors there via it's, um, not even as tall as it just about as tall as an iPhone 6 uh, definitely wider the battery is compatible with this other system I have so whatever battery this sucker is tends to be like a, a ongoing thing and you here. can so control that with your phone although in the, I don't know if I'd want to but you, you have remote you can remotely control yeah. that with your phone you just okay. you just you don't have to do any kind of settings to Wi-Fi Bluetooth setup. You just open and up the app. And how hot have you used that? Like for evening receptions, that kind of thing, or like a, a night it's shot? Not, it's, it's not, not that, that hot. No. Yeah. It's not. It's, it doesn't throw that far. Okay. Um, it's good for. It's great for rings. Great for details. Yeah. Great for like a little accent piece. I've been playing with it. Um, uh, on a blog I just did recently, I had a bride. The makeup artist brought a big ring light, so I was like, oh yeah, I was all over that thing, and I had the bride. Uh, stand in front of it, and then this thing in the back on the wall, and then it was just changing colors, and it would look so cool, like just different colors on the mm-hmm. on the wall in the background, look like a little mini studio. So for that en- reason alone, it's 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 uh, great. To enhance cake shots, sometimes the cakes it's such an, like a dull dull corner, and you yeah. could match the yeah. uplighting from a DJ. You can just good get point. Some That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like there and the back, and it weighs nothing. It's it's a great little light. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. It's got like, hmm. a, some kind of port I don't know about. Some kind of USB port. I don't know what that me update. But I get it. I love lights. I'm going to add that. <laughs> yeah. So this is what it's all about, everybody. We're all learning from each other here on Wedding Photographers Unite. You know, we've all picked up little tips, little tricks from each other. That's what it should be about. Um, so with that said, I think we're probably going to wrap things up in terms of time. Um, so mm-hmm. thanks, uh, thanks everybody, for listening in to episode number 62. Uh, before we head out, uh, Cami, uh, people that have been uh, listening to this uh, show, where can they find you if they were to find you on social media? Where would they, you prefer they go? Um, oh, they can go to social media. It's Cami and a very difficult last name. G-R-U-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I. Hmm. Does that make sense? Grudzinski. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my website is CamiZZIPhoto.com. CamiZZIPhoto.com. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And cool. Jim. Excellent. Uh, you can find me. Website is JamesFerrara.com. Social media is Photo for Instagram, Facebook, and all that fun stuff, and I try to mix it up with uh, everything between headshots and and because I do I have a studio too, so I do headshots as well. But um, I try to mix it up and keep it fun and keep it entertaining. Cool. And Neil, excellent. Uh, follow me on social media, Facebook and uh, and Instagram. I'm starting to use Instagram a little bit more more now. So uh, Neil Urban, N E A L U R B A N. And you can uh, find me. My name is Andy Buscemi, B-U-S-C-E-M-I. If you Google me, my social media stuff will come up that way. So uh, thanks so much, everybody, for listening to episode number 62. Um, Hopefully you heard us okay. (laughs) We'll see what happens. (laughs) And uh, we'll catch you next time. Thanks, everybody. All right, guys. Bye. Thank you.